Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. Welcome, everybody, to your creativity. Dylan's doing the intro this time. How am I doing? You do good. Okay. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Before we jump into the interview and everything, happy 15th anniversary with Hatch Family Chocolates. Thank you. I'm knocking on wood. I'm, I'm like always mellow about that kind of stuff. I don't want to jinx it. I'm like the opposite. You, you should be proud, things. though. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I'm totally proud, but I just don't want to fuck it up. You're not. You're not fucking it up. No. Well, not. I mean, we haven't made sixteen yet. So let's see. I uh, could still mess it up. We'll see. I, I'm confident you'll it. make it to sixteen. All right. We'll see. Well, Keep knocking on wood. It's also anniversary for us. Well, for the podcast, episode number forty. Woo woo woo. <laughs> that was appropriate. There was laughter going on. Because that was totally appropriate. <laughs> so somebody outside just like totally laughed. Or... No, that, that that's Cat Martin's husband. No, that's our Jimmy. friend. That wasn't oh, him. That, that... He's a friend over there watching TV. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, it was timely. It just 40, 40 episodes. We're not. <laughs> yeah, we won't make 41. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Just do Jimmy next. Do Jimmy and that loud guy in the other room. There we go. <laughs> we'll interview him from this room. <laughs> You'll have to. <laughs> then we're going to totally make it. That's funny. <laughs> well, Cat Martin, welcome. Hello, thanks for having me. You are an artist. I try, yeah. <laughs> and you do a thing called altered, altered images, altered landscapes, landscapes. Yeah, so I take old abandoned thrift store landscape paintings, like Bob Ross style, and then I save them and I paint new things into them, like pop culture, geeky stuff. It started with zombies, but now it's mostly just like whatever i'm into at the moment i'm doing a mary poppins one next actually so very timely yes how did you get started in that speaking of jimmy my husband um he just came home with an old landscape and asked me to put some zombies into it for his man cave and i was like really okay i guess and it was up there this was like 10 years ago and it was up there for a while and everyone who came over loved it and then we had to go to um a white elephant party at slug magazine and uh, we needed to bring a gift. And he's like, hey, you should do another thing like this. So I got a really little painting, like one that size. And I just painted a wampa from Star Wars into it. And it was the kind of game where you could choose a new present or steal someone else's. And it kept getting stolen by everybody. <laughs> nice. So they're just like, cut it, cut it. We can't like we can't keep having everyone just take the same gift. Same. Like everyone yeah. loved it. And I still was like, really? Okay, I get it. Okay. And uh, Jimmy convinced me to um, apply for Craft Lake City nine years ago. And here we are still. That was my first festival, and I'm, people still like it, so I keep doing it still. <laughs> and, and do you still do, do that festival every year? Um, yeah, I've done it every year since, actually. I, don't, I haven't applied for this year, but yeah, every single year I've done that one. And then now I'm in Farmer's Market and Urban Flea Market and Comic-Con, of course. And I've done Comic-Cons all over the country because of our Comic-Con. So awesome. And Etsy, you have and yeah, an Etsy shop as well? an Etsy shop. And yeah, just local festivals a lot. And a little bit online. Online's just more for because you need to have online. It's not like I'm. I, plus, I'd rather be in person and like meet people and talk to people and geek out about my stuff. You know, it's kind of fun. 
Get what, there with the house. what made you even get into like painting in the first place? Uh, man, I or don't know. was it always like painting or what other art did you like? Um, I grew up just drawing and coloring a lot. Um, I didn't take painting until I was, um, I took a little bit in junior high, but in high school I took a lot, like a lot of art classes. Like by the time I was a senior, I had five classes, English and then four art classes. And I took the AP art test both years, junior, senior year. And I had a really good art teacher, Miss Marjorie McClure. She also taught college. So she treated our class like it was a college class. Like we had a live model, we had a live critique and everything. Like we had to do a painting a week. We had to turn in 25 sketches a week. And like full on just treated us like college students. So even though I didn't go to college for it, I feel like I kind of did. Yeah. And then after that, just practice, 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 practice. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So from that moment, you always knew you wanted to do art? Well, since I was born, I've been doing art. You know those people who just... They're always the singer. They're, they're just, Jimmy's yeah. always loved movies. I'm sure you guys have something you just, I don't remember not loving art and not doing art. Like I never had Barbies. I had like two baby dolls and then I had coloring books and sketchbooks and crayons. That's all I ever had. That's all awesome. I did growing up. So it's kind of just was natural. My dad's like, you'll never make any money doing art. Showed him. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get it. <laughs> I'm kind of making money doing art. Um, yeah, I, all growing up, I, I drew and stuff all the time, mm-hmm. and I my AP my uh, college prep class wasn't like that. I wish it was. That would have prepared me more, but yeah, I went to the community college for like a semester and a half, or a year and a half, and it was like worse. It was like worse than my junior high classes. No shade on Slick, but whoever I had at the time, whatever teacher, it was just like, this is like step backwards. Like I was, I was like getting dumber being that class. Coming yep. from McClure's class. Art teachers have to be just right. Otherwise, you're yeah. just, it just cripples you. Yeah. It was really good. It was really good. Yeah. And I'm so not the art person. I, I think I would fail art. Even if, like, there's no way to fail it, I would mess it up. The only somehow. class I've ever failed is physics. So this side of my brain's broken. This side seems to be doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> this side, the right side's just taken over. <laughs> I think I'm average on both sides. That's I'll take good. average. Average right. is good. It was okay. It's better than being shit. I well, I might. That average was a nice way of saying <laughs> I might be shit. <laughs> no, Steve. No. Do you have any uh, favorite like convention or farmers market experiences? Experiences, um, like specific ones or just what I like in general? You know, like, yeah, in general or specific ones, quirky people or celebrities. Man, you had to mention the quirkiest people. Comic-Con <laughs> and Farmer's Market, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's different because Farmer's Market is right downtown. Actually, describe how they're different. Farmer's Market is downtown. It's outside. It's weekly. Um, you got to deal with the elements. You got to deal with random people wandering by. Uh, and usually the random people wandering by are yelling at themselves or yelling at other people. I mean, it's Pioneer Park. It's right by the homeless shelter. That's where they hang out, right? They clear it out during the market, but there's been several times I go to get my car and I go to back up and someone's just sleeping behind my booth because they let them back <laughs> in right at two, right? Um, never huge incidents there. One time, several years ago, someone got stabbed by that booth, by their booth, and the guy had like called the cops. It was like a bum fight. My gosh. I know, but it was on the street. Like they really good about keeping him out of the park. See, that's good for business. But he saw it on the street. I mean, that's totally good for business though. It drew I don't more know. excitement in. He had the fuzz there. Uh, yeah. One time, um, my friends who were in it, a guy came up and just stole 20 bucks out of their cash box and ran. And my friend <laughs> chased him down. And this guy's a big dude. 
our friends Lee and Rachel who own uh, Vegan Agenda when they've made their Grimleys. She actually knitted those little bunnies for me. Um, Cute. But he That's chased cool. him down and tackled him, and the guy was so freaked out. This guy's like 6'4". He looks like a Viking. Yeah. My friend, not the kid who stole. He peed his pants. <laughs> <laughs> he freaked him out so bad. <laughs> uh, one time a tree almost fell on my head. It actually dented my trailer. That was scary. Oh, my gosh. It was kind of cool, though, because like it, it fell like from, you know, it was like four feet away. But all of a sudden, like six people were like, are you okay? And like cleaned it up for me and like made sure I was fine. I was like, man, I love this community. And Comic-Con, it's not that at all, but it's, you know, you have you guys been? Yeah. You, you, get so, you get the people who normally don't leave their basement and then they're there around. I mean, I don't have social anxiety whatsoever and that place gives me social anxiety. Like it's crammed and hot and sweaty and half the people are in their costumes and it's amazing. It's like better than Disneyland, but it's a lot of like, gosh i don't know how to be social this is awkward <laughs> like no <laughs> so who are the better customers um there it's it's probably equal but just because comic-con has so many more people i i make more money there for obvious reasons you know in general per a day um but it's nice to be able for farmers to have like a place people can come every single week like it's kind of like having a little shop that yeah. i like come here next saturday you know that happens a lot and um also they get a lot of out-of-town people like a lot. I think they must put brochures in hotels downtown or something because I get a lot of out-of-towners. Because I feel like since I've been doing this for as long as I have, I feel like a lot of people kind of know who I am in the city a little bit. And so it's nice to get able to branch out on that. But yeah, Comic-Con is my favorite place on Earth. Salt Lake Comic-Con is serious. I would, like if I had a choice to only go there or Disneyland the rest of my life, I'd go there. I'm not even joking. Wow. I love Comic-Con oh, I don't so know much. with the Star Wars stuff coming up at Disney. I, I don't think I can make that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps when you're actually making money at the yeah, place you're at rather than bleeding it. <laughs> good, good point. Good point. You can set up a booth at Disneyland someday. Yeah, right? That'd be nice. I'd probably get kicked out for copyright infringement or something. <laughs> Disney should do a farmer's market. A Disney I, farmer's I, think, market. I, think, I think they have enough going on. <laughs> <laughs> they have a cruise. They're going to buy Fox. I mean. Yeah, They've got a lot of balls in the air, though, that, that company. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably grabbing more balls. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even going there. <laughs> I know. It was bad. <laughs> it was a long day at work. My brain's mushy. And uh, back when you were 19, you were a business. You started a business. Technically, I started so, it when well, I was 14, the well, cleaning one. Yeah. Um, I started cleaning when I was 14 at Iron Blossom up at Snowbird here in Utah. And uh, and then at 15, I got my first client and I had to get rides there for my dad. Like actual, just go into your house, clean your house and leave. And then on and off through my teens, like I would clean and then I'd get sick of it and then I'd go get a waitress job and then I'd always come back to it. But by the time I was like 18, 19, I got serious about it and I was like, this is, my, this is what I'm going to do. I honed in. And I hired employees back in the day, like when I was like 20 and I wasn't careful about it. And I wasn't as obsessed with like my company's my child. I don't have any right. children. It's yeah. my baby. Um, I wasn't obsessed with like making sure that I was good about who I hired. I was just like, Oh, you applied, you can have a job. And so I got sick of just ba- babysitting them. And so I just was like, whatever, I'll go back to myself. And then fast forward 10 years later, I couldn't do it anymore. Cleans really hard on your body. And I, I, cl- I can clean a lot. Like I would clean like 30 houses in three days. Like, crazy like three or four days i can clean a lot 
really, really fast at it and really good at it and like really got like honed in my craft at it. And I just wore me down, man. Like I've had MRIs and physical therapy and like chiropractic problems with my back and everything. So I was like, either I have to quit again or hire again. And so I was really, really smart about hiring. So this time, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's entry level manual labor. You're never going to get someone who wants to be there the rest of their lives. But I definitely have a really, right now I have more solid staff than I've ever had. I have six employees. I'm about to train someone new um, on Thursday. And I just, I've never had so many, such a solid group of like, no one gets complaints. Everyone is cool. We're all buddies. Like we hang out on the weekends together. Like I can talk to them candidly. Like I can, like it's, they'll come to me when I want advice and I'll like, Hey, what's going on? Like, no problem. I'll just buy you lunch kind of thing. Like, we're just like chill. We, I just went bowling with one of them the other day just because we had to have a meeting. I'm like, let's go bowling and hang out and let's have some beers. You know, <laughs> like, it's just really, it's a really good group of, group of, uh, I call it a family of cleaners we have. And I'm very obsessed with holding, it's called cats cleaning. And I'm really obsessed with, it's my name on my work. Right. Right. And so, um, I honestly 100% believe we're the best cleaning company in the state because most companies aren't like me. They didn't clean for 15, 20 years before. They just kind of wanted to start something and then kind of half-assed it, kind of like when I was 19, right? But I'm very experienced now, and I've been in customer service for this long, and I have, like, a proper payroll and a proper accountant and everything, and I do it right, and I care so much about doing a good job that we do do a good job. We're the only one who has the highest rating on Yelp and Facebook and Angie's List and all that, so. You mentioned that, well, okay, great. you love your employees are able to come to you for advice. Mm-hmm through all of it so art cleaning a business what's the best advice you've ever been given work 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 hard hard work hard work practice 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 yeah do you remember who gave you the i think that's just kind of ingrained in me my whole family's that way my dad's an entrepreneur half my family is entrepreneurs every single person in my family owns like 50 or 60 properties and they're all like landlords and we're all just i've been working for my dad since i was like 11 like he's a mechanical engineer and um, he always has worked for himself and I just, and they're just really giving and hardworking. And I just, they never were like, I feel like the kind of people who talk more about how they are the least they're that way. And they never actually talked about, Oh, you should be kindless. Um, I mean, you should be kind and selfless and you should work hard. They're just kind of like, you're doing this or we're going to go over there and help the neighbor or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like basically like, this is how they are. And this kind of led by example. And so that's just kind of how everyone in my family is to be honest. It's just kind of something I witnessed and decided that that, I didn't think I decided it. it just kind of ended up that way. Just really wanted to, you know, do my own thing. I can't be told what to do. Like, I really can't. <laughs> like, I have to be my own boss. I have those <laughs> problems. <laughs> like, I am, like, a really cool boss, but I, when I was a waitress, it was bad. Like, I was just, like, I last, I, I can't last at another job. I have to have my own thing. <laughs> so, it's good that I happen to be good at the cleaning thing and decent and people like my art, so... It works out okay. It's good. So yeah, work hard, be kind, don't be selfish, and practice, 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 practice at what you love, and eventually, hopefully, it'll work out. That's what I found. Because there's a lot of people too I've seen that are really good at art, and they don't hustle and they don't do the festivals and they don't constantly like upload their stuff to Instagram or interact with their followers. And they're just like, I don't know why. And I'm like, Well, you haven't painted in like nine months. I'm like, you haven't been to a festival. I don't remember the last time I saw you at one. And like, they wonder why. Yeah, you just can't do Comic-Con once a year. Yeah, I mean, some people can if you get to that point. Like, you can. But even some of the artists I know who can sell a $10,000 painting, I still see him at festivals all over town, you know. And he still has his day job. Daryl Driver, shout out. You're awesome. (laughs) He's like my hero. His stuff's amazing. But yeah, like, every artist I know who's, like, actually doing good or anyone who's, like, good in there, like, you've got to work really hard at it. 
and then practice and you'll get better at it and then you don't have to work as hard but you'll still be still have to work i mean come on when it's and actually i think you hit it that just being passionate about what you do and not just expect money to be thrown at you like some of these guys could sell anywhere they want and they're just doing it because they love it it's not necessarily about making bank oh yeah well yeah there's there's all sorts of facets around it but i definitely short like because my husband got me into this and I, and I ended up loving it and I wasn't a huge fan of it myself and it turned me into a geek and it turned me into love of pop culture and it took me long years for me to actually like this kind of painting I do because um, I normally would like do portraits of babies and like castle murals for my niece and stuff like that. Um, so now when I have other friends um, who are trying to get into the business, I'm like, this is where you get your prints done. This is where you get your cards done. This is where you should apply for. This is where you should go. This is blah, 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 blah. You know, like I want to be that for other people and um I have like a couple of people. My friend Tony Pulson, he does. I don't know if you guys seen it, the, the hand over the hero. Like it's always like a cartoon and our hands holding it. Oh yeah, yeah. So he does those. And I like years ago at the Urban Art Festival, I was like, "You need to apply." And him, me and him, his his wife and me basically were just like harangled him until. And now he did three comic cons last weekend. He's like on it now. Wow. I know. So I'm like, yes, I will <laughs> do for you what was done for me. And but he's a really hard worker and he's really talented, you know. So. You kind of just, I think the hard work is the number one thing, in my opinion. Got to go, go, go. Yeah, there's no drive behind it. You're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get anywhere. No, you're not. I mean, I'm number one to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you're creating this stuff, what, what situations are most creative? You know, having, you know, the show that has that character, or whatever, in it playing, or just, you know, focusing with music or silence. What situation? Uh, most of the time I'm watching what I'm painting. Okay. Unless, like, I've seen it, like, a million times. But most of the time it's fun. And, and it, well, it, a lot of times it takes longer to watch these things. Like, when I did my Ninja Turtle painting, I watched all the Ninja Turtle movies. And then I popped in, like, the cartoons. And then I kind of got sick of it. Because I was staring at it, <laughs> painting it, and staring at the thing I was painting. And then staring at it, I was like, okay, I need to watch something else. But, yeah. I need pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, or... Or listen to audiobooks a lot if I don't want to watch TV or movies. And I don't really watch them. And I can't like, oh, I want to see that new movie. I have to like, ha- it has to be something I've seen a bunch. Right. And I'm, usually I'm not going to want to paint it unless I have seen it a bunch. I used to kind of be a hack that way. Like when I first did the TARDIS, I didn't know what a TARDIS was. And <laughs> after a while, I'm like, okay, this is lame. I should get into this kind of stuff. Especially since my husband's obsessed with it. And then all of our friends are obsessed with it. So we'd have parties and I wouldn't be able to talk to anybody. I don't know what the crap they were talking about. So I started getting more into it, and then I just totally i am like a huge into all of it now. Well, as much as the next guy. You know, we all have stuff we don't watch. We all have stuff we do, you know. Doctor Who, TARDIS-wise, do you have a favorite doctor? The first time I watched it, it was, it was Matt. And then the second time, it was David. Um, and then the third time, I just decided I can't decide. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love Christopher, too, and I love Peter, but I've only seen Peter's once. They sent us the whole thing. I want to watch the whole thing. And I'm very excited for Jody. Yeah, me too. And I tried watching some of the old ones. I really like um, Tom Baker. He reminds me a lot of Matt Smith. They're like super quirky, both of them. But I think they took those off Netflix. I think they're all on Amazon now, maybe. But they're a little harder uh, to watch. BritBox on Apple TV has oh. all the old ones. Gosh, there's so many things. And it's like $8 a month. But... You've got Black Adder on there. You've got Are You Being Served, Keeping Up Appearances. So I totally it, watched those as a kid. <laughs> so My it, mom loved it, those. It's worth, it's worth the money. That's funny. I should look into that and have some old school retro times. Are you being served? <laughs> and Mr. Bean, is that on there? Mr. Yeah. 
And then they've got they add new stuff and then like the Agatha Christie mysteries. Oh wow. And Periot or whatever that is that you know. So they fluctuate new stuff in there and Oh, stuff. that's something to look into. We have an Apple TV already. Well I love my Apple TV. Tag that on. We have so much stuff. There's so much stuff these days. My friend's like, I don't have TV or Netflix or anything. I'm like, how do you do all day? How? Work, 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 work. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. I should take my own advice. I'm lucky because I can work while I'm watching all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I do too. Yeah. I, when I'm working on design, I usually have playing in the background. Um, so you, you mentioned you're married to uh, Jimmy Martin, mm-hmm. a film critic. Mm-hmm. How has that... Well, you, you said... How you did you spot, meet? Yeah. How did you meet? We met online. Like... Back in 04 on a website called hotornot.com. And you rate people how hot they are. So you were them. hot? According to him, yeah. Was and he not? He was. I, he was hot. The girls always get higher ratings. And it's funny. It's not like I had like... I was. It was just my face. It wasn't like my body. And it's not like Jimmy's unattractive. He's really cute. So I don't know. The girls always just... I think it's because the guys wanted to be like, Hey, I rated you high. I don't want to go out. You know? Kind of thing. <laughs> But at first, it was just rate, 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 rate. And then the people got wise, and they're like, oh, these hot people think each other are hot. Maybe they should go out on dates. We can make a little money off of them in the, in the meantime. Yeah. So one of you had to pay six bucks if you wanted to email back and forth. And so he paid this. I wasn't going to pay the six bucks. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he paid the six bucks. No and he basically was bucks. like, hey, you're cute. And I was like, you are too. You're funny. And he's like, oh, I live I live in Cottonwood. He lived right off of Foothill, right off the freeway. Okay. So that's basically it. We just said two things to each other, and then we just dated after that. And that was that. So people were like, because he's from Georgia. He moved here for college. People were like, oh, you guys met online? You moved here for cat? And he's like, no. We <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have done that. I didn't meet him. The furthest guy I met was St. George. And he came up once and we hung out and that was never again. But I purposely didn't. I purposely only met guys who lived in the city. There was no point. So how would you compare that to something like Tinder now? I don't know. Like someone was telling me they're like, it wasn't even Tinder. It was some other website. They're like, oh, swipe, uh, swipe to get rid of it. Swipe yes. I'm like, which way is yes? They're like. Swipe right. I'm like, that's, they're like, it's like, that's how it is. I'm like, I don't know. We didn't do that. I don't know anything <laughs> about, is it right? You swipe when you like it? Yes. See, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm married, so I, I've heard. <laughs> Dylan, you're so guilty. Um, but yeah, I can swipe right to anyone. So basically it was, I always say it was basically, because it was, it turned into a hookup app. I mean, it wasn't that for us, obviously, but it was like. That hot or not kind of turned into like, oh, I can meet you. I can say, I, you know, really quick do that. Tinder is even more accessible because you can find someone like down the street. This wasn't like that. We didn't have smartphones or flip. We didn't have flip phones. It was like, no, nothing. That's where we we're old school emailing. <laughs> now someone emails me nowadays. So it took like two back. emails it, and that, then you yeah. were done. Well, yeah. What's the point of chatting online if you live 10 minutes away? Do you remember your yeah. first date? Yeah. I just came to his house. How janky is that? I full on. Did just he make throw- you food or anything? No, we just hung out and watched movies, of course. <laughs> okay, well that's actually good though. <laughs> I know, and um, yeah, after like um. But you're like smiling, still thinking about it. Yeah, I mean it's good. I mean it's fun. Good thing it's not a serial killer. I just I was so dangerous back in the. You know what though? The internet wasn't as scary back then. It really wasn't. I never got any pur- inappropriate photos from men. Not once. Only one guy used a fake photo. I never saw him again after that. I never, seriously, I didn't, like, it was very much, much, much more innocent. Like, my nieces tell me the crap that they've been through. I'm like, oh, my word. Don't do that to my niece. Like, why would you send her that? That's awful. But it wasn't like that. I frequently met guys at their houses. Do not do that these days. 
It was dumb at the first time. I, the first guy I ever met online, I met him come to my church. This is when I was still Mormon. I was still Mormon at the time. So he, he showed up at your he church? full on met me in the foyer at my church. That's how innocent it was. That doesn't happen. Did he have days. his scriptures? No, but he, you know, he wanted to meet me. And I was like, I was kind of that way. If you want to meet me, me. this is what's going to happen. <laughs> Oddly enough, I drove to Jimmy's house. But I, my sister lived within walking distance of him. I'm like, I'll just come to you. So if he's attacking me, don't worry. I'll I'll just walk to you. <laughs> I wasn't worried about it. I never was. Isn't that weird? There's only one guy I was... The guy who used a fake picture ended up stealing my phone. My stupid, <laughs> crappy old flip phone back in the day. <laughs> that's totally a bad sign. And that was it. That was, that was like my... That's my worst experience. I think someone... I, if I, you talk to someone who dates now, they could tell you 10 more they've had just this week. I had one bad one. <laughs> <laughs> the worst experience I had dating was... Uh, I hung out with this girl like one day and we started hanging out the second day and she wanted me to tell her that I loved her. Oh, I broke up a guy for doing that. The, the first week I'm like, no, done. This guy was a month in and he said he loved me. And then I was like, bye. <laughs> See you later. I had to block his little sister because she was like harassing me online. It was ridiculous. People are cray. They. A month in I can, depending on how things are going, I can see, but a week it just scared the crap out of me. Yeah, especially since that guy I dated after a whole month, we were we were serious, like we were full on boyfriend girlfriend, and he said that, and I was like, no, don't, I want to be like, don't you realize you're a rebound? Like, don't you re- remember that I dated someone like two years straight right before I met you? Like, <laughs> how do you not know? But I guess his last relationship was like horrible, and I was like, a godsend in his opinion, and I was just like, see ya. <laughs> it's scary when you say that when you don't know. Like, you shouldn't yeah. say unless you know. Like, it's weird. Well, maybe he knew, but it wasn't right for you. And relationships are two ways. I don't know. I wouldn't put that out there unless I knew I was getting it back. That's scary. I mean. Being vulnerable, man. I know. I don't know. Oh, that scares me. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't do it. I actually did say I love you first to Jimmy. I also farted in front of him first. (laughs) Like, those are equal. Were they the same oh, moment? No, okay. they were not the same moment. They were months apart. Oh, my gosh. So, oddly enough, but, you know, I knew he loved me back, so it wasn't scary. So, it wasn't a big deal. To this day, he hasn't farted back in front of me. I'm just kidding. That would be weird. He, ex- <laughs> he excuses himself. To I'm this gonna go, day. I'm going to go number two at the bathroom. No, I'm, we're I'll normal. right back. Our we're normal people. farting storm. <laughs> oh, we're the Fartin' Martins, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so clearly i don't care about being shameless or vulnerable apparently that's a t-shirt right there i know right Fart and martin's bowling, bowling family shirts. reunion shirts oh yeah they love it hey i didn't come up with that name i was told this when i married into this family <laughs> that's totally a good family reunion <laughs> shirt. <even> better. Oh. <laughs> oh wow I'm not where sure do we go, go from this <laughs> like honestly i don't know what tops this i'm sorry Okay. How? Okay. What's next for you? What's your next project? Well, I well, Mary Poppins. But like, honestly, like, I'm just I'm kind of chilled at where I'm at. Like, my brother actually asked. My brother's like really. He's gonna start his own religion one day. By religion, I mean cult. But um, <laughs> he, I love you, Jordan. But you're awesome. Um, but he's like, what's your next level? And I'm like, I don't know. I climbed the mountain. I feel like I'm good. And he's like, no, you have to have another level of your life. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe kids one day. And he's like, no, like what? And then he starts talking about religion and I'm like, mm, tried that. It wasn't for me. So, um, yeah, like art my business is going good and my company is going good and the art thing's going good. I mean, I've obviously I'd like to, 
I'd like everyone to have my art in their homes, but obviously it's not for everyone. Like I think any artist would be like, oh yeah, I'd love to sell more art, you know, but I don't need to be all big and famous. There's actually a guy who does the same kind of art as me and I saw his stuff sponsored on Facebook and it's like, get it now. It's going to end in 12 hours. And I'm like, what? that's weird. So I was just like, that's eh, not my jam. I'd rather have it organically. Like, you know, I'd rather get followers yeah. as I get them and interact in a genuine way with people. I don't want some gimmick. I don't want to buy followers or have some weird 12 hour sale or some, I don't know. It just seems it's not me. I can't not be who I am. You know, I can't be inauthentic. Uh, I've never understood buy, buying followers. Nope. There's an account that followed me the other day and has 12,000 followers only has three posts and each post only had like 20 likes. I'm like, you clearly bought all those people. And what's the point? Yeah. If they're not interacting, what's the point of getting online? It's like cheating on a game. Like why play the game? Exactly. <laughs> if you're just cheating, well, I don't get it. And I don't think anyone's going to look at that and be like, oh, great. I must follow this account. And there's only three posts. <laughs> they're all just reposts from Robert Downey Jr. or whatever. <laughs> there's nothing special. Well, if you're going to repost from somebody. <laughs> exactly. I guess. Choose choose the king. Yeah. He does have good Instagram. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, I, I do. It's pretty great. <laughs> I, I live on Instagram. Uh-huh. I think we all do. <laughs> I'm horrible at it. Actually, I'm still horrible at all social media. I'm, I'm horrible at the and new I'm... stuff. Like, have you guys heard of WhatsApp? No. Well, yeah, but I, don't know I just don't is. get it. It's just it like, is. what's the new one? Is that Vero? Yeah, that's the one. that's another one you have to pay for. Because we were talking about the one that John Berman does. It's something else you have to pay for. And then they just rebooted Vine. That's called something else. Vine 2 or something. It's not even called that. It's like, oh. it's like Wevo or Wero or it's like EOV something. I don't know. Well, and okay, what are your thoughts about Facebook right now? Like Zuckerberg or Zuckerberg, whatever. He's, I mean, he's talking right now to Congress. Yeah, he is. So are you going to close your Facebook? Or do you think people should? Or should they even be concerned about any of that? My whole family, I have a really huge family. My whole family and everyone our age, I don't know how old you guys are, but basically anyone between the ages of 25 and 55, I feel like are on Facebook. Like, so all my friends. Um. So they'll be like, oh, did you see my post? Or I tagged you in that. And like, I don't need to see your post or see a tag. But since they're all so interactive on it, I actually quit for a while and deleted it because I hated it. And then I realized, shit, I have an art page on there that I really want to interact with my. So if I could just have an art page and not a profile page, I'd be fine with that. And I've pissed a lot of people off politically. Not because I, I don't think I'm mean on there, but I share stuff people don't necessarily want to read. My family, especially, because they're very conservative and I'm very not. Um, my sister even deleted me at one point and I'm like, okay, whatever. Just unfollow me. Can I just want to see pictures of your babies? So (laughs) the main thing is I want to be able to like, you know, see my family photos that they post on there and things like that. But I really pulled back a lot from Facebook. I just kind of just post fun, stupid things like twice a week. I used to be on there like all day long. I'm on Instagram all day long now, but Instagram, it's not like that. Like, oh, I like that photo. Click move on. Or you leave a comment. Cool photo. And you're like, oh, I don't like that account block, but it's not. It's not the same on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, it's much more laid back instead of yeah. trying to. Plus, someone who's an you. artist, like obviously, if I'm going to choose one social media platform, it's going to be where you can look at pictures and yeah. art and beautiful things. I'm very visual, so art's very good for Instagram. Yeah. yeah, I need to be better. I don't get Tumblr either. I post on Tumblr all the time. I don't get it. I know. There's no date stamp. Just... There's no timestamp. I don't understand that. And then if you re do it it's just stacked underneath it it's just like it if i spend some time over there but i don't care there's so there's another app called feed with a ph that was around for a while and i tried out i mean man there's like never ending i swear 
It's never going to stop. I tried to figure out Reddit. I just, I, just I was can't. actually on Reddit. They used to have a marketplace for a while. And I sold my stuff through their marketplace and then they shut it down. I got obsessed with Reddit for like six months and then I got sick of it. <laughs> uh, actually, okay. So you talked about like social media and how, how has that impacted your art? Like from when social media started to hit? It's it's um it's funny because when you when I first started a Facebook page, um, you get like 200 likes on a post, but now the algorithms are so jacked up that you can't you can't that's like a thing of the past, especially on Facebook. Instagram just barely is starting to copy Facebook because they bought them. Does it translate to cash for you? Um, a lot of times, yeah, and I, a lot of times, um, I have friends who exclusively sell through Instagram. They don't have anything anywhere except there, and they just. I actually bought Jimmy's Halloween mask through Instagram. Someone just posted a picture of it and I said, can I buy that? How can I pay you? And he's like, okay. It was all done through Instagram. So I know people, and when you think about it, it's kind of smart because there's no fees. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. And they have that shop. I think they just started that uh, shop. No, he, we just did it through direct oh, messenger. Just message him. That's it. Which I kind of think there's a good part and a bad part because it's more exclusive. Like if I want this, I have to follow your page. I have to interact. I have to make sure that I like, if I want it, I'm buying it. And that's how it was with us when we bought that thing. But Sometimes people are like, oh, I didn't realize you did that. I'm like, really? I posted that. And they're like, oh, that's cool. Thanks for the repost. I want to buy that. Where can I get a print? And I'm like, over here. Or come to this or blah, blah, blah. It's just nice to be able to. It just sucks that the algorithms, they bury you unless you pay for it, which I don't want to. So I'm just going to. I try to be really active with other pages and like respond back to people when they, you know, leave comments and stuff. So I just try to do it that way. And hopefully it doesn't bury me. Who knows, though? (laughs) You guys know how it is. It's so weird now, the feed now these days. Yeah. You see something from like a week and a half ago, and I'm like, oh, I guess your sale is over. That sucks. But, like, but well, and I even think that way about reviews sometimes. Like, they're hard to control. Like, you know, I've heard some people say, I'm going to always have a five-star rating. And I, I just laugh and say, good luck with that. Like, I think the more popular you get, sometimes you just can't control mm-hmm the trolls uh-uh. and so you can't control like the people that are just going to hate you just to hate you but f- social media does have such a huge impact with business like we can post a picture of a chocolate and instantly have customers walk into our shop mm-hmm. trying to get that same thing mm-hmm. and it, trying to not be on facebook i've tried also yeah and it, it's so impossible it's like kind of, running a business it, yeah it really is like my um my Death Star one, that huge one, that That's No Moon one. Yeah. I've painted that three times and I have to paint it a fourth time because people keep wanting to buy it. Like when I post it online, I say, go go to Tenangel and buy it. And a guy bought it within a half hour of the opening and then halfway through the day, someone went to go buy it and it was already sold. And I'm like, I'll paint you another one. Yeah. And then the other person, I'll paint you another one. Like, like how else are they going to know, you know, unless they happen to go to Tenangel. And the only reason I got in Teen Angel is because someone tagged me because she, Kestrel, who owns it, said that she needed someone. Like, it's not like I was going to waltz over there and like, hey, do you need an artist? You know, I wouldn't have known otherwise. And she wouldn't have known about me otherwise. So it's kind of, it's like really beneficial for all those ways. But then again, I do have artist friends who are never online at all and they seem to do great. (laughs) So who knows? Probably just depending on whatever niche. There's a different market. I swear. There's like my demographic... And then there's like the whole demographic of half the people at the arts festival. And I've never seen any of their stuff online. The only time I see them is at the Utah arts festival. I don't even know their half their names, but I'm like, I've seen you every year for 20 years, but they're not online at all. So I just think it's, I don't know. I feel like if the modern stuff, the pop culture stuff kind of needs to be more, more spread out where, where the kids are looking. Yeah. I mean, they're not coming to the arts festival. They're on Instagram. 
and Tumblr, which I don't get. But <laughs> well, and you've given a, a lot of advice about working. Is there some for some teenager that may be listening to to us? I, maybe I'll pay my niece to listen. We have uh, so many followers. But what what advice do you have for somebody that wants to come and do what you do? You said work, work, work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first festival I ever did at Craft City, like I said, nine years ago, um, I only had like eight paintings. And honestly, I look back at them and they are kind of shitty. Well, half of them. And like, I think I ended up giving them one away and my prints were bad. Like I made them the night before at Kinko's and like, I didn't know what I was doing and the lighting is all wrong. And I had a crappy camera like, and I still did so good at that festival. So don't sit there and think that you need a ton of stuff and you need to be perfect. You don't need to know exactly what you're doing. I would borrow my dad's truck and bring a huge desk to put my prints out on and like these huge metal chairs because they match my vibe, right? Like, no, I don't do that. I'm like folding chairs, folding tables. <laughs> like I can fit it in the back of my Honda fit my whole booth. One time me and my friend oh, Basie wow. fit my booth, me and Basie and his whole booth in my fit. Like it's all about like, d- don't worry if you like, you don't have it together. Like I know so many people are like, I want to do that, but I don't have enough stuff. I'm like, you got five, eight things. You got 10 things. That's plenty. Especially that's like cool. if Comic-Con table that big, six foot table. There's no excuse you anymore. There really isn't. And there's plenty of festivals. If you're not sure, you can just sign up because a lot of them are juried or they'll run out of space. Comic-Con's not jury, but it is expensive. So I can understand if you wouldn't want to get in that first. But um, fourth, uh, Ninth and Ninth Street Fair, Sugar House Arts Festival, a lot of the littler farmers markets, they are jury, but they're not as popular as the one downtown. So it's not as hard to get in. Not that you need to like not have a jury, but if you're starting out, it's nice to just be able to like put your stuff out there and see how people like it without having to worry about someone judging that you don't know, you know? So, <clears throat> and I still do those ones. I'm like, heck yeah, I'll sign up. Like as long as you have space and then you're next to some Tupperware booth and some booth for some politician, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> it works that, that's out. That's why I don't go to home shows anymore because it's... It's just random people. Yeah. So it's, sometimes it's better because people aren't spending money at those booths, so they have more money for you. But then other times it's like, I no one's coming to this section because it's a bunch of crap and they just assume everything over here is some sign to sign, like to vote for some politician and I'm like no I'm behind him like come on <laughs> I didn't see you there maybe you need firecrackers or like something you know no matter how much sign- signage I use flares. people are always like I can't find you no matter what people can't find you somewhere somehow I've been that way though I'm like I didn't see you there or where's your business card it's right in front of me alright how do people find you online Hey, if people want to get in touch with you right now, how can they get in touch with you? Um, anywhere you can post a photo online. I'm Cat Martin Artist. Cat is with a K. So, like I said, I do post on Tumblr. I'm just not active on there. But every time I post on Instagram, it goes on Tumblr. Um, so if you're on there, if you're on Instagram, I'm on there a lot. I'm on there like a lot, and uh, we, we talk there like every yeah. day just about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, uh, Facebook, of course, I have my Facebook page, my Twitter, like everywhere, Cat Martin Artist. So it's pretty easy across. CatMartinArtist.com is my website. It's pretty easy to find me. And again, um, Comic-Con, Farmer's Market. I'm not in Farmer's Market yet, but I've been in it for the last six years. So I love you, Farmer's Market. Please let me in again. <laughs> <laughs> Why no one has stuff like me there? So I'm, it's not, you know, I'm not like a bath bomb person. Not that I have anything against bath bombs, but there's a lot of like jewelry booths and stuff like that. So... You know what? It's funny, though. In general, there's not a whole lot of painters. There's people who do graphic art and digital art and a little bit of drawing. But when you go to festivals, there's not a whole lot of, like, full-on paintings there. It's weird. That's kind of weird. Have you ever noticed that? I don't go to a lot of farmer's markets. Just in general. I need to get out more. Yeah. Maybe not. I get out way less than I used to. I'm getting more and more reclusive. Is that an old person thing? Or is that just, like, a Utah thing? 
I don't know what it is because I feel like I don't go anywhere anymore. That's why I'm like, I love doing this stuff. It gets me out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) Just sitting in my basement painting all day. I don't know what it is, but I I love being home, but I also love being out. But I usually stay home more. So I'm Uh like, I'm 42, so it's probably an old thing. Yeah. Like I said, all of our friends are between 30 and 55. I did this other podcast with this guy, and I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm a lot old, older than you because you're in college still. He's like, oh, yeah, you're a lot older than me. Whoa. <laughs> okay. And he's all, I'm sorry. That was so rude. I'm like, dude, one of my best friends is like 53. He's like, are you joking? I'm like, no, it doesn't really matter. How did he make it that long? It's a number. <laughs> it's a number. I know. I was like, it's, he hasn't changed. I mean, he makes more money now than he used to, I'm sure. Like, that's kind of the only difference, I feel like. When you get older, you just... You're less of an asshole and you learn how to make money better if you're lucky, you know. Or know how to survive on less. <laughs> yeah, that's good too. That's one way to go about it. Yeah. <laughs> should I should I test out my bonus questions? Yeah. You have bonus questions. Yep. I'm excited. Who's your favorite Muppet and why? My favorite Muppet? Yes. Oh man, I gotta say Kermit. Because it was dance. Yay! <laughs> I didn't really watch the Muppets a whole lot growing up. The whole, actually the first proper Muppet movie I watched was the Muppet movie with Jason Siegel and Kirsten Bell. Kirsten Bell? Kirsten Bell. I yeah. actually like that one. I watched Sesame Street a ton. I think Muppets was a teeny tiny bit before my time. It like was, if it wasn't on TV, I didn't watch it. I did not grow up like Jimmy did. I grew up the opposite. We had six movies total. We had no cable. Like the only OG geeky cred i had is that star next gen star trek next gen was on at night that's <laughs> like about it i watched that and batman the batman cartoon that's like oh, my only geeky credit series oh yeah that was great they're great but yeah it wasn't on tv so it wasn't really i watched a lot of stuff as an adult like a lot like i watched star wars in order when i was dating jimmy and i still haven't seen like any of the godfathers i just barely watched jaws like last year I'm like, I'm like way catching up. It took up. me a while to watch Jaws. It holds up, man. Yeah. It's freaking scary. And my son likes it too. My little 11-year-old loves Jaws. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, I got to say Kermit. What about you guys? Do you have a favorite one? Gonzo. Gonzo's great. He's such a geek. Actually, I like Gonzo. Gonzo's pretty good. I think I'm the grumpy old dudes in the booth that are oh, like yeah. always <laughs> critiquing. I love them. <laughs> and a beaker. <laughs> and chef. The Swedish chef. He's Basically, awesome. I like the people who do nonsense things. <laughs> Dance like idiots or me, me, me. Or... <laughs> and, he's, and he's a great Muppet. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I do love the Muppets. I'm just not as geeky about it as a lot of other people. And I, I count like Yoda and Dark Crystal. And I haven't seen Dark too. Crystal. I've seen Labyrinth a hundred times. Never seen Dark Crystal. Never seen Dark Crystal. Do you, do you guys own it? I don't think so. I'll own it to you sometime. They're coming out with the remake. Are they? No, it's no, it's in a series on Netflix. Oh, there you go. <clears throat> Basically, that's a remake, though. Sure. Yeah. Like a Lemony Snicket type thing. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, I think. I'm not that really in. I don't know. <laughs> don't He's tell like, don't look at me. Don't How do you feel t- about the Lemony Snicket? I thought the first season was better. Uh, I honestly couldn't get through it. I don't know why. It's so similar for the mo- from the movies, and I didn't read the books. Um, but after like. I got to the part where I was caught up with the movie. I was like, it's even the girl looks exactly the same as the girl from the movie, yeah. from the Jim Carrey movie. I was just like, it's yeah, that part I, this is, is a cool story, but not, it's not a story that I feel beloved about in my heart. And so I just kind of like, okay, 
the second season, just every episode felt the same. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. And I love NPH. I think he's the great lemony, but I don't know. It's just like, I'm like, I saw this story and I saw this story and I saw this story. Okay. I'm done seeing the story. It's, it's not something that's, you know, near and dear to my heart as much as it is to other people's, but I think it's beautiful. I think it's a cool story. Yeah. And, and Jim Carrey, I think did it, did it best. Yeah. He's hard to beat in that one. The other question is in the movie of your life, who would play you? Uh, Drew Barrymore. I love her. And I've been told in the past, not now, but I've told I look like her kind of. Yeah, I can see it. Like kind of like girl next door-ish and can be cute, but then like can also be a total dork. That's kind of how I feel like I am. <laughs> and I like how she acts a lot too. I like her movies. She's like relatable and fun. Never been kissed is one of her, her best. And I love, um, Santa Clear to Diet. Yes, I, I haven't started the second season yet. But oh, I you love, haven't? I love the first season. Don't eat while you're watching it. I made that mistake. Okay. <laughs> I had to throw my sandwich in the trash. They're like, oh, there's an eyelid on the ceiling. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with this and uh, Wedding Singer, 50 First Dates. I just love all her stuff. And I kind of grew up with her. She's similar to my age, so I think it would work. So yeah. that's who I would play. What about you guys? Um, you ever thought about it? Well, the kid in Sandlot reminds me of so much of me when I was that age. The main kid? The main kid. Smalls. Smalls? So. What's his name in our life? I, I don't did know. Did he do anything after that? I think he did a few things. You know they filmed that here? Yeah. Oh, you got to know that, right? Yeah, it's a 25th anniversary. And... Oh, look at that. <laughs> I heard the actual Sandlot is not there anymore, right? The actual baseball field they played on, I heard they like built a building on it. No, it, it, it's just empty. Some guy owns it and... Is it still there? Yeah. Where is it well, at? Well, nothing's there. It's just a field. It's like it's like on a 13th west and like 20 south. So. Oh, weird. So probably just the other side of freeway. Oh, yeah. I should ch- try to You're going to go play it. baseball? Yeah. I actually have a couple of Sandlot t-shirts. I should like go have a Sandlot day on the day. <laughs> when I was go little, when I there. saw it, I thought Sandlot was the name of the dog. I didn't get it. It was the <laughs> lot of sand. <laughs> thought the sandlot was the monster <laughs> what yeah i remember growing up and like in newer subdivision areas and they would just totally dig up all these holes in these fields yeah and like we would build the coolest forts and everything out of them like we would like ride bikes on we'd like make dudes. oh yeah and now they're all apartments now where we grew up i live down in vernal and back back when we were first moved out there it was before the big boom so there was lots of empty fields and we would just build forts and stuff everywhere. That's awesome. Get dirty and find snakes. And Yeah. Most of my childhood pictures of I'm nothing but a diaper and covered in mud. That's kind of how I grew up. <laughs> Running around in the dirt in the forest. Drew Barrymore could pull that off. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. There I feel like she could. She could totally do it. What uh, about you? Who would play you? You never said. Oh, my gosh. I don't think they'll ever make a movie about my life. So I'm safe. Oh, you're, you're, Does that work? you're pleading the fifth? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally pleading the fifth. You, do you know what? I actually think it would be a non-little person because I think that everybody just sees my height and there needs to be more. I wouldn't say that. that. You don't look like anyone I can think of. So I would, I would like, I would like to switch it up. Well, who do you relate to the most? That's how, how I look at it. Dude, I'm my own character. I like that. I can't relate to anyone. That's true. And, and, <laughs> and I mean, I, yeah, I'm my own character. There you go. You'll just have to play yourself like Jerry Seinfeld in Seinfeld. Okay, I'll do that. 
Okay. That works. I can do that. Or you can pretend to be different characters like Jason Bateman and just be the same character in everything you play. Yeah. <laughs> but yet, yeah, you always love him oh in the God. shows. Yeah. You didn't realize? I can't stand him no. anymore. Well, I still love him. I'm I'll so still watch Arrested Development. and well, yeah, I, I watch like that, that for the ensemble, not for him. Yeah. Like, everyone around him is funnier than he is. Wait, what about The Office Christmas Party? I mean... That was okay. There was someone else I was like, I'm so sick of them. They're the same person, but it doesn't bug me. I'm sick of Jason Bateman. There's someone else. I don't know. Anyway, a lot of actors do that. They're just the same person, and they just are different movies. Well, Adam Devine, he's pretty similar in everything. What is he in? He did... Um, that sounds so familiar. It's going to bug me now. David Weber and the Mary Dates. Um, uh... But he was on, he's on Workaholics. Oh, and he's in the Pitch Perfect movies. Oh. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I know you're talking about now. Yeah, that's true. He was also in Modern Family. Yes. For I a loved hot him. second. He was great on that. I'm getting sick of that show. Talk about same thing every I time. I haven't watched that forever. Yeah, there's a reason. Because it's the same thing. A stressed out mom, Claire, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. I'm more Phil. I love Phil. We've met him a couple times because he owns that bar here. Uh, beer bar, bar and yeah. Bar X. So we see him. We've seen him at the Critics Choice Awards a couple times and we're, we have cred, right? We were like, yo, yo, we're from Utah. We like your bar. <laughs> and so he'll actually want to talk to us back. And normally you're just like, oh my God, I'm a big fan. And, but like we can actually like relate to him on a, yeah. we met Josh Gad, same thing. We're like, dude, you got to come to Salt Lake. We book a Mormon. He's like, oh, you guys are from Salt Lake. I've always wanted to do it there. If I was going to do it ever again, I would go to Salt Lake. So it's kind of nice. That's fun. Our dorky little city having a little bit, tiny bit of street cred with celebrities. <laughs> it's not that bad of a place. Oh, I love Salt, Salt Lake. Lake. has potential. I love Salt yeah. Lake. Me too. And, and I, I work with wise guys and a lot of comedians just love coming to Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. The crowds are generally great. Mm-hmm. And People they, are really they just nice. have a blast. Yeah. Same with Comic-Con. Celebrities have said that too. I remember after Chris Evans did the first one, he tweeted... And he tweeted like it was one of those things where you had to read all the tweets because he just wanted to write a novel about how great he loved us. But, you know, you can only have so many characters. So it was like the kind of thing he had to like, he's like, they're so great. I love them. Blah, 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 blah. That, that, that was back when we had 140 characters. But still, he like, he full on, it was like 600 characters. <laughs> he had had like five tweets to get it out. Did you get a picture with him or anything? I didn't actually, oddly enough. I really regret some of those early times where I didn't, um, I think I'm still too shy, honestly, oddly enough, even though I'm not a shy person. Because I heard he smells really good. He looks like he smells good. <laughs> he looks like he gives really good hugs. Oh, my gosh. Chris Evans is dreamy. And I've had two chances to meet Sebastian Stan, and I didn't take either of them. So, I don't know. I don't like running up to celebrities like a freak, even though I've done that. Like, people like that, where I'm not, like, a, such a freak about, I'd rather just be like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, like, hey, let's be buddies. Like, that's how Jimmy does it, and I kind of want to, like, go from there. I used to be more pulled back, but with some of the people that come through Wise Guys, I've kind of put myself more more forward i've geeked out on just local comedians at wise guys yeah I'm like, oh my gosh you that one guy <laughs> jay oh not jay, jay. I've, I've known jay forever i i didn't know him through wise guys we know him because he's our buddy so i don't freak out about a buddy you know i would freak out about jay every time i see him really hey that dude's amazing i mean he's great we're friends with him but you're gonna owe me like a hundred dollars later that's funny it's like when no oh, i've actually seen people freak out about feed. jimmy i'm like <laughs> and we were broovies and some guys like dude can i get your picture i'm like hey man you can get in it i'll take it for you he's like are you serious who did you jimmy martin i'm like uh, yeah. <laughs> not so that, anymore that's how i feel about that kind of stuff i'm just like eh, 
that's just this guy. That's, that's how funny. I feel about Jay. I mean, I love him, but I do the same thing with my own husband. So <laughs> you're just my buddy. I know you. You're my life. Oh, that's funny. See, it doesn't even matter when you put it on silent. Stupid game center <laughs> challenges. I apologize for the jingling phone how in the background. dare you? That's okay. One more geek out. Um, I watched this last night. I don't know if you've watched it. The Scooby-Doo episode of Supernatural. I watched half of it. I fell asleep. Okay. <laughs> so I did watch half of it, but I still have to go back and watch it. I'm Honestly, I'm a huge Supernatural fan. Huge. And I, I'm getting really sick of it. Like, it just needs to end. I got about six episodes of the first season in, and I, I just couldn't. But when I heard about this one, because I love Scooby-Doo, I had to check it See, out. See, that's the other thing. I never watched Scooby-Doo ever. That's the only Scooby-Doo I've ever seen, is that half an episode I watched. <laughs> like, I've not... Again, it, was, it wasn't on TV when I was a kid, so I never saw it. And I feel like I'm in a movie. tennis match, because, like, most of these things, <laughs> I have no clue what the hell either of you two are talking about. <laughs> and so it's like, I just am, like, looking back You're and like forth. You're ping-ponging. Like, I'm just like, okay, and who the hell is this? What's that show? I don't even know what Supernatural is. Like, it I'd rather not know. <laughs> uh, it's a story about two guys who are ghost hunters, and it should have ended like six seasons ago. And they just got renewed. It for actually season was fourteen. It was supposed to Stupid end right after season jerks. five, and they just they're out of ideas. Like it's gotten to the point where they're like, last time on Supernatural, and they show something from episode season two, and I'm like, you're gonna do a monster of the week about a monster of the week from ten years ago? Like what? And it, honestly, like legitimately, I can't get through it anymore. I just fall right asleep. And I have a lot of fan art. Like, I even did, like, Misha Collins, like, he has, like, this um, Gishwish thing he used to do where, like, you do a scavenger hunt around your city. I did that. I have, like, pops of it. Like, obsessed. And then I just, I was like, okay. 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 Oh, oh really? Oh, my gosh. Like, this needs to end. <laughs> They're ruining it for themselves. Yeah. Like, Seinfeld, they wanted him to do season 10. He goes, I want to hand on a high note, man. He's like, I know you want a round number, but he's like, I want to go out with a bang. And he did. That's kind of, I feel like they should have done that. They're just grasping at this point. Anyway, I still love them. <laughs> I'm still a huge fan. I follow them all in all their media, and I'm like very active. But I just You're just kind of episodes done. are grasping. All right. Um, if you could just what uh, your social everywhere because we said that a while ago. And oh, Cat Martin Artist. Cat is with a K. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. CatMartinArtist.com, Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. I have it all on my card. It's so funny. Um, DeviantArt, I'm actually on there too. But again, I don't post a whole lot on there. But I am. I do have a page on there. Um, yeah. K-A-T-M-A-R-T-I-N-A-R-T-I-S-T. Cat Martin Artist. Well, thank you. Dot C-A dot R-U dot. Can you imagine? I used to have a Wix like website all and the I couldn't handle like it. Dots. Dot co. <laughs> dot org. Wix sites dot make org. me cringe. I just like that I overtook my hashtag on Instagram because there's a Cat Martin named named Cat Martin and she writes slutty novels. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm going to bury this woman. Yep. And every once in a while, just the other day, someone's like, Cat, I didn't know you write novels. And I posted a picture for me back in 2012 of me holding one of her books. And I'm like, I know. I've been doing it for a while now. <laughs> That's funny. I know. And she's like a best-selling, like super like Fabio smut stuff. I've never read any of them, but the covers are very hilarious. Go look it up. It's funny. <laughs> Go look up that other Cat Martin. No, look me up. Cat Martin artist. <laughs> Fire art. Look for everywhere. Yes, everywhere. If, you, if you're if into geeky pop culture art and funny upcycled thrift art, then I'm your girl. And I also do, like I said, portraits. I do a lot of portraits and I don't do murals as much as I used to. But before this, I did portraits like exclusively. 
and like murals and stuff. So I still kind of do, I actually have a commission right now I have to do if someone, they just want a picture of their wife. So I do that too. But most of it, you can't like bring a custom portrait to a festival and be like, Hey, like you have to have stuff you can actually sell. Yeah. So I kind of don't talk about that as much, but I do do it. So yeah. Well, thank you, Kat. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks as always, Steve. <laughs> that was my cat meow. I like it. <laughs> I can't do that. That's the best I can do. Yours is like guttural. Jeez. You're like the real thing. <laughs> Sasha, you're going to have to edit that. No, but leave it. <laughs> leave it. That'd be a good sound drop. <laughs> cat, thank you. Thank you. Until next time, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Podcast is done, man. <laughs>